Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey, Viz Media, What Pumpkin Studios, or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you're old enough to vote for our clown juggalo overlords. It's time to go to hell. Welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fan cast in the year of our Lord 2019. Hey! I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth. Still. And we're recording this right after our reading session, which is the bonus episode that we are releasing. Yeah, you can find that bonus episode where we keep regular episodes. If you want to listen to it, it's there. It has a really good Troll Jeopardy segment where Elizabeth is too drunk to function. Yeah, Elizabeth's been drinking? <laughs> Elizabeth has been drinking. <laughs> so bad. And I've also been drinking, but not alcohol. I don't usually do that, but it was the end of the semester, so I'm sort of celebrating as well as giving you all the listeners a little fun thing. And as we said, it's right after we recorded that, so... Yeah, she's still drunk. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little bit. Don't worry, everyone. She's staying safe. She's not driving anywhere. She, I've. She's told me she's has food in her stomach and she's drinking water, so she's okay. I'm a very responsible person. To be fair, I'm. It's not like I've I've had a ton to drink. I'm just lightweight. Um. So no one needs to worry about me. I'm fine. I'm just uh happy. This semester's over. In the bonus episode, we also realized that we're both the same height and weight. In addition to having the same name, which is a little freaky. Yeah. I also know that I don't drink alcohol, so now I know what my alcohol tolerance is vaguely <laughs> without ever having getting drunk. I don't want to get drunk. I have epilepsy. I'm not going to risk that. <laughs> no, I uh, I can just um, get drunk on Lizzie's behalf. And if if Elizabeth seems looser than usual, it's because she's drunk. If Lizzie seems looser than usual, it's because I'm drunk on fun and loving happiness. And this is what happens when I record for more than an hour. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But don't worry. Um, you all will still get your full, your fill of critical analysis and um, Homestuck and things like that because... I can still do that. We don't know if it's really going to be critical because <laughs> because you could not come up with the word with that one word. Listen. Listen. No, I'm not going to listen. I've listened enough <laughs> to you. Okay. Okay. So, Drunk Elizabeth, what, what did you think of this section? I feel like you had a lot more fun than you usually do. It was really good. It was a good section. And I don't know if that's because I'm drunk. Maybe it's just better to read Homestuck drunk. Or because it was genuinely better than the previous sections? There was a lot less child abuse in this specific section that we read today. Yes, that's true. So that's nice. Um, it's. I don't think we saw anything that was blatantly racist this time, so... No, I I think so too. We finally had a reading section that had neither a ton of child abuse nor racism. So I'm a fan of that, obviously. And it had to come up on the time where, where Elizabeth doesn't have all of her mental facilities, so... Yes, I appreciate that. Fate-wise, I'm a fan. I'd rather deal with the heavy issues when I am sober. But no, this time it was just, uh, imps and 
hammers and bunkers uh, and Cantown. Lots of Cantown. Elizabeth, do you want to talk about weird plot shit first, or do you want to talk about how cute the mayor is? Oh, well, I feel like we should start with how cute the mayor is, because I feel like that's going to be framing our- The mayor is so cute. I love the mayor. Whole discussion about plot shit. The, the mayor, if, if you listen to our bonus episode, you'll know that both me and Elizabeth were so delighted by everything that WB did. Wayward Vagabond, the mayor, whatever you want to call him. We love him. So cute and endearing, and he eats everything. God. <laughs> the mayor was so cute. He's an interesting fella a being. Uh, I know, I know what to call him, but I'm not gonna tell you. Okay. You know, he's he's got a bunch of names. Wayward Vagabond, the mayor, just, you could go WV, you could go Little Idiot. Aww. Don't, don't put him down like that. He puts himself down like that. I know, that's the reason why you shouldn't. No, I like the name Wayward Vagabond, actually. Like, I'm a huge fan of that, that name. Though, I assume... Referring to him as the mayor will be less confusing for the people who have already read Homestuck who know him by that name. I mean, like, I, people who read Homestuck obviously know who Wayward Vagabond is, but the mayor is, like, a cuter name, and, like, all the characters call him the mayor later, so... Aww. I'm gonna just stick with mayor. Okay. I'll keep calling him Wayward Vagabond in my head. The mayor just makes me so happy. I love him so much. He's so good! <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love how he eats pretty much every bit of plant matter that's in front of him. I love how he's actually a good mayor. He is. As I said, you know, he's. I agree. I think his political stances are actually quite good. Really. Yeah. I'm a fan. What I like about him is that. Even if a can is empty, he still considers them a citizen. Yes, it doesn't matter if a can is empty or full. He makes that quite clear. I also love how he eats his citizens. <laughs> no, but they, they don't die. They don't die. He, he makes that explicitly clear, except for the one that he did shake up a lot and then it exploded on him. That one was dead. Yeah. It was dead, but the other ones, no. It's the cans that matter, not what's inside them. But he does love the stuff that's inside of him. <laughs> there, was, there was a point where we, we were reading it through, and he pressed the tab button on the, on the computer, <laughs> and when that happened, I think Elizabeth just, like, expired on the spot. It was so funny. <laughs> that was perhaps... The cleverest thing Andrew Hussey has done so far. It was genuinely funny, genuinely clever. I loved it. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of humor that appeals to me. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> what else were you expecting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <gasps> loved that. A few things I do want to point out about the mayor. Um, he is made of this sort of, this rigid but still supple and fleshy carapace. Yes! I That was probably the worst verbiage I could use to describe it, but I'm standing by it. Quite possibly. Is he a bug? Is he possibly a bug? I mean, it's, he's a carapace. Or he has a carapace, it's not really skin. If bugs have carapaces. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if he is a bug. He has a bug friend, Serenity the Firefly. That's his best friend. His best friend. I'm glad that he managed to get her out of the amber. Because now he has a friend. A purify. He purified her out of the amber. Yes! Thank you. He purified her. It's a, it's a machine that can only purify. It cannot de-purify. That is stupid that you would ever think that it could do that. Exactly. I personally would have said disappearify. But who am I? Andrew Hussey is Andrew Hussey, and the mayor is the mayor. And I am a simple, lowly linguist. <laughs> Has a whole degree in words. 
he talks about how dumb he is, but he can get measurements of things extremely accurately. He can figure out these machines very quickly. He's a very smart little, I guess he's a bug. I mean, you th you think he's a bug. I'm just going to say he's a bug. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say he's a bug. Which doesn't make me like him any less. I love him still. No, he's a cute little bug. He's a bug. He's a cute little bug. He's a cute little bunker bug. He's a bug. A bunker bug. Bunker bug. That's cute. <laughs> he's this little bug. He's very smart. He puts himself down a lot. Yeah. His attention goes everywhere with in like seconds. He's eating the flesh of the pumpkin. Uh, what pumpkin? A pumpkin. <laughs> He eats the Latin pumpkin, but not the regular one. Remember, he, he carved out the top, and then he ate the flesh, but he didn't see it on screen because Andrew Hussey thought it would be too gross. Yeah, but mm, mm, I'd like to have words with Andrew Hussey about what he thinks is too gross and what he does not. I know, because they tried to make him pee on the residential district of Cantown. By the way, he's the mayor of Cantown. Yeah, he's not gonna do that. Cantown is a beautiful town. Mm -hmm. The town hall is made out of an etiquette book. Yes. That he's eaten most of the pages of. Yes. Put serenity inside of this town hall and she's the light of democracy. He eats pretty much every plant matter. He's very good at drawing. Yes. He's very creative, a good city planner. Yes, very much so. I'm very proud of him. Also, another thing about W.V. is that he has no patience for your capsulage. He has arms all the time, and he just carries things like a normal person. Yes, which is ironic since he isn't a normal person. These game abstractions mean nothing to him. Good for him. I'm proud. And he's so confused by these game abstractions that he switches on to the screens to the other characters for a minute. Mm -hmm. And... We actually did see Dave in the present time, and he's doing some weird shit. <laughs> she sure is. Yep. He's got- you You called it an eagle. Um, I know it's not, but that's what you called it, so I'm gonna call it that. He's got this eagle. Yes. It looked like an eagle with a katana through it. Yeah. And he's got dead little cow. Yes. Which I'm a fan of, because I don't like little cow. You don't know anything about Little Cal. You need to give Little Cal a chance. No, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse, absolutely. He's not even a puppet you can have sex with. Uh, don't say that because I don't know if you can say that definitively. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll have to answer that later. Oh, let's not, actually. Yeah, is there anything about WV that you think I'm missing here? Just as an overall... I, I really love him so much. Let's see. He ate the chalk. He's good at playing chess against himself. He very much likes Tab. Big fan. He's good at numbers, but is struggling a little bit with the computers, which is interesting. Uh, that sounds about... Oh, right. He hates kings. He can spell because he took the mayo tag and made it mayor. That was delightful. I love that. It was very delightful, yes. But Elizabeth, he does hate kings. He does, which is an interesting thing to emphasize, uh, considering the previous chess king metaphor and also the chessboard he creates with the cans and the chalk and the motor oil. No gods, no kings, only mayor. Only mayor. Only mayor. I mean, I'm a fan. And he eats chalk. Yes. He does only the green chalk, though. Both green chalks, nothing else. Well, because he does eat a lot of plant matter, and those are the most plant-based colors. Yeah, though unfortunately that means that he cannot later draw plants. Yeah, all of his trees have blue leaves, because that's how it goes. I, again, I did mention this during the reading. He's not the only character in the Homestuck universe that eats chalk. Yeah. Yup. We don't, we don't see that other person until a little while from now. 
Also, I, f I feel like I had to point this out before people at me. Susie in Deltarune also eats chalk. She's not a Homestuck character, but Toby Fox's stuff is so intertwined with Homestuck that I feel like I kind of have to say it. Yeah, and when there is more than one character who eats chalk, it's like, well, okay. It's like, who has the fetish? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> no, I draw the line there. I refuse. Neither of them, neither Andrew Hussey nor Toby Fox has a chalk-eating fetish. Andrew Hussey might have a puppet fetish, but that's not the same thing. And i that's where I draw the line. Here's my conspiracy theory. Andrew Hussey has a chalk-eating fetish, and when Toby Fox lived in his basement, he saw him with this chalk-eating fetish, and he thought it was just a weird quirk. So he you, he put it in his game, because, you know, they're friends. And that's that's what I think happened. He doesn't know it's a fetish, but Andrew Hussey knows it's his secret fetish. No. Fetish has to be sexual, and none of the chalk-eating so far has been sexual. It's just there. You don't know- you don't know that. There's that one guy that keeps asking for commissions of, like, girls in the Wonder oh, Bread God. aisle. You don't know what's a fetish anymore. <laughs> Anyone who has taken a commission from Andrew Hussey relating to eating chalk, you have the proof in your hands. You can prove that Andrew Hussey has a chalk-eating <laughs> fetish. Ways to get Andrew Hussey to sue you. That would be one. <laughs> Talk about his alleged chalk-eating fetish. <laughs> no, we all know Andrew Hussey only has one fetish, and that fetish is Vriska. Oh, okay, yeah, fair, 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 fair. Even I know that. I, I hate that you know that. And me too. Also, uh, the mayor is a very good artist. He is. Drew some very strange things on the wall, actually, and I wanted to ask you about what you think of these things on the wall. Are you talking about uh, the planets that he drew? Yes. Yes. The mayor draws this big mural on the wall of the sky, and it's, it's blue, and he has a planet with one moon orbiting it, and the planet is gold, and the moon is gold. Mm-hmm. And then he has the four planets. Yes, he does. And those are important. Yeah, we've got the one that's got like a volcano on it. There's one that kind of looks like a gear. There's one that's colorful and it's got a lot of clouds. And there's one that's black that's got a lot of clouds. Yeah. And none of them have satellite. Elizabeth, what the fuck is up with this? There is four main characters. Like, that's a pretty clear line to draw. Um, a connection to draw. So you can sort of imagine that they correspond, these planets correspond to the four main characters. I can say that. That's a very good idea. If you were going to put each character to one of these planets, which character would you put on which planet? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was expecting this question. I would say John gets the volcano planet, Dave gets the motor oil planet. The one that looks like a gear? Yes, that one. Gigi gets the colorful planet, and Rose gets, like, the black dripping planet. Oh, how wrong you are. <laughs> For real? Yeah, you're so wrong. Wow, okay. You'll never guess which planet is John's. Really? Well, okay. Now I'm, now I'm interested. Or Ro John's and Rose's planets are very different to their, like, actual characters. Uh, Gigi's planet, if... If you've been paying more attention to what Gigi says, you would know exactly which one is her planet. That's right, I said her. We know she's a fucking girl. Yes, we do. Uh, John said that, actually, outright. So there's something, at least. What is up with the purple shit? Um, the purple shit behind the, the, the black veil of darkness? Yes. The ominous planet? I have no clue, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Yeah, but it's it's a purple planet, and it also has a purple moon. Mm-hmm. And it's just the one moon. Yeah. And it's beyond this impenetrable veil of darkness, which is just a bunch of fucking motor oil. Yeah. 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 
and he calls it ominous, which I have to agree with seems pretty ominous. He seems to be a little bit afraid of it. Yeah, he doesn't, he also doesn't outright say that he drew it. Like, he says that he drew the others, but for this one, it just says there is an ominous planet. Yeah, but he just seems to be drawing these things without quite knowing why. Like, he knows that there are the things he needs to draw, but he doesn't know why. I feel like I should point out that WV, like, he he does section things off very clearly. He makes this big chessboard, which he doesn't acknowledge that it's chess, but whatever. But it's chess. He makes this big chessboard. He spends roughly four hours playing chess against himself. And the the thing is, he gets very upset when the white side loses. He does, doesn't he? And he gets very high on tab. That doesn't have anything to do with the chess thing. I just thought that was cute. It's just something that happens. He's just so cute. It is cute. He's just so fucking cute. I love him. I would, I would die for the mayor. <laughs> I can't blame you. He's very good. Yeah, the, the mayor comes with a lot of very strange things around him. We also had another character that we didn't really see much of. And they were walking around with a bunch of mailboxes in a wagon. Yes! Another one that has, that's similarly shaped to the mayor and is similarly wrapped in something and is traversing the desert with a bunch of mailboxes. But that one, that one is white. Yes, not black, which is chess. Chess! Whatever, like species this is they have different colors genuses races i genuses genuses works i think maybe i guess it would be races because like you don't call like humans that are different races aren't different genuses no yeah duh. if they're the same species then of course they'd be the same genus yeah oh boy okay yes <laughs> No, they're just different colors, they're different races, they're something like that. They're different. You can have two humans that have, like, different skin color. You can have two types of birds that have different feather colors. Yes. They're the same fucking thing. Not obviously ones, like, taller, maybe older, we don't know. Right, right. Wait, that does that does bring up a question. Elizabeth, how old do you think the mayor is? Ooh, uh, mm, hmm. That's a good question, and I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is three. Don't make me back that up, because I have no reason. Do you mean three as in just three, like in general? Or do you mean three in relation to however the fuck um, his aging works? Like he's... The human equivalent of three for wherever he is? Or do you think, no, just just three years, period? Yes. That didn't answer my question. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think probably three years, period? I mean, clearly he's a full-grown whatever he is. He's self-sufficient, all of that. But I feel like three human years. Yeah, three sounds about right. But that's sort of shot in the dark. You know, that's that's fair. I actually don't know either. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. I love him. I love how cute he is. So nice. I love the mayor. The mayor is so funny. <laughs> I love him. I love him. He's a shining light in this beacon of weird fucking shit yeah that sounds right also speaking of a shining beacon of light i have to ask you about Gigi. yeah because we might have seen Gigi twice actually i think maybe would you like to describe both of those times to us there was a time when john was asleep maybe yes Yeah, he was asleep. It just is unsure whether he woke up. 
John Coma theory. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We'll talk about that in a second. A human-like silhouette appeared um, when John was asleep, and then later there was a brief moment, one of the psych moments, uh, where there was another person. I think that was Gigi. And then it switched over to the mayor instead. What did you... You you obviously only saw them for a very brief amount of time. What did you think? She seemed normal. <laughs> yeah, that's why I drew that out a lot, because I know she isn't. She <laughs> is not. So the fact that she looked so normal surprised me, I guess. I mean, how weird can you look when, you, when you're just a pair of eyes and, like, a little bit of hair and then, like, a tube with legs? That's <laughs> true. There's only so much you can do with that. She looked normal. Which, again, was very strange because she said some very strange things. Oh, yeah, especially this, uh... Yeah, this pester log. Mm-hmm. I have shifted some theories about Gigi. Tell me more. Tell me everything. Yes, um, because in the past I've called her psychic, but I don't think that's quite right anymore. Oh yeah, because she's a girl now, so she's a psychic. Bad. Terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible, terrible fun. No. No. It's very good, actually. No. No, you should be ashamed. I I am not. No, I didn't think you would be. Go on with your theory. So I don't think she's psychic anymore. I think, I'm not sure what you'd call it, but I think she can, it has more to, it has less to do with like, psychic implies like reading people's minds. I think she, it has more to do with time. We're already seeing some time shenanigans here. And I think... The spooky powers John talks about have to do with time. She can see into the past and see into the future. Would you say that instead of her being a psychic, that she is more of an oracle? That's a good uh, way of putting it. Yeah, I would. The thing is, I'm not sure she's entirely cemented in her time. Because of a very specific part in the pester log, where she says, See, I guess I fell asleep for a while and lost track of time. That happens! What? Yeah. Yeah! I know what that means. And I'm pretty sure most of the listeners know what that means, except for the ones that haven't read Homestuck, which I don't think a lot of people are here reading a Homestuck for the first time. I think a lot of people take delight in you and your bullshit. And I, and I, and I say you and your bullshit in the most endearing way possible. No, no. Go on. I, I think most of us are kind of already in on what the hell is going on with GG. Because I, I know exactly what she means by asleep and awake and all of that. How she's, you know, losing all this time. And how she is also at, at both times knowing everything and seemingly nothing at the same time. It's not what you're thinking. Okay. It's absolutely not. I will say just in terms of the asleep and awake thing, where she said, I really think you need to wake up first. And then, well, okay, not literally. Well, okay, maybe kind of literally. Yeah. Isn't he awake? That's concerning. Maybe? I'm concerned. I, let me, let me, let me put you at ease. It's not anything dangerous. I think. It's not going to be like the whole thing was a dream? No. It's that's definitely it's definitely not it. It's I I guess it's more of a game mechanic. Hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. It's a it's a game mechanic. And Gigi just has alpha access to it. Okay. That's actually very Actually I can't fucking say alpha access in Homestuck because alpha means something different in Homestuck. She's got early access to this power. Wow. 
my favorite thing about this pester log well first off she's just so happy and bubbly as usual she's just so happy oh yeah yeah so she keeps dropping these things like she knows that john can talk to his grandmother but i think it's so funny how john is just like so quick to write off all of this immediately like he does not want to think about it she says you must have talked to your grandmother about it and he says i didn't tell you about my grandmother and then she just like kind of says like one thing and then he immediately writes it off he's like dave and rose must have told you and he says that to her <laughs> and she says yeah maybe that was it and it's it's funny because dave and rose seem completely aware of Gigi's powers and just sort of go along with it but john doesn't even seem to know you know it's almost like John is closing his eyes to this to this fact and he needs to wake up. Almost like it, huh? Yeah. Just a little bit. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I don't actually think that has much to do with it. When John was asleep, mm-hmm. he did see all of these cloud shapes. He did. And some of them were like the shape of his slime pogo <laughs> or the shape of Harry Anderson <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Which, by the way, the the whole fixation with Harry Anderson was really weird to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did say this earlier, but my dad does have that trick where you put, like, a carrot in the guillotine, and it chops the carrot, but it doesn't chop your hand. I don't- I didn't really explain why my father has that magic trick. My father's a magician, or was a magician. He's- well, no, he's still a magician. He mostly makes magic tricks now. My dad's an IT guy, so I can guarantee you he has no... <laughs> none of those things. Don't don't worry, Elizabeth. I grew up in a circus house. My parents ran a renaissance festival for ten years. Little bit different. And my brother knows how to do balloon animals. It's like, it's the Ringling Brothers up in my house. Beautiful. So... <laughs> Beautiful. I think maybe we should move to another wing of this beautiful Homestuck Circus and check out the minigame part of the episode. Oh my god, Elizabeth took us to the minigame on purpose! On purpose! All right, everybody, and now it's time for the best part of the podcast. It's the mid-episode minigame! Ooh! This is the regular minigame. I hope I do better than I did on the, uh, on the extra fun minigame, because I didn't do great on that one. She did really bad on the bonus episode one. I mean, she did really good. She knew who Barack Obama was this time. I'm proud of myself. Which is a significant improvement. But you didn't, I'm gonna say the, the answer to the question because you were fucking drunk and you realized what it was like after we recorded it. She didn't know what the word Kickstarter was. GoFundMe is very similar in my defense. At least you didn't say Indiegogo. No, I wouldn't have. So Elizabeth, we've got five different minigames on the board. Would you like to tell the audience what five minigames we might have for today? Absolutely. We have image description, music appreciation, true or false, hussies fixations, and as always, troll jeopardy. Which, there could be a chance we get double troll jeopardies and that would be really funny. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Oh wait, I'll go ahead and spin that wheel. Yeah, tell me what you get. Oh my god! What'd you get? It's Troll Jeopardy! <laughs> it really is! I swear to god, no bullshit! It's Troll Jeopardy! <laughs> okay! <laughs> oh my gosh! Alright, so Troll Jeopardy! It's Jeopardy for Homestucks! It's the only chance Elizabeth has to earn real-life prizes on the show. If she gets a question correct, she gets to pick another one up on the board. So, Elizabeth, do you want to... I guess we have the Troll Jeopardy board up on the Discord already. Do you want to tell the audience what categories there are? Yep. Uh, we have creatures, beyond homestuck, product placement, words that start with A, troll call, and Riska. Yeah. 
And Elizabeth has answered every question on the 200 and 400 level, um, except for in Beyond Homestuck, she's stuck on the 400 level. Um, so Elizabeth, do you, I, I have a feeling I know what question you want to start off on, but... Please let me do Beyond Homestuck for 400. I am... I have recovered myself. The platform Andrew Hussey used to fund his video game Hive Swap. What is Kickstarter? Yep, you got that right. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you knew the answer. I knew it! You knew that answer, like, immediately after we signed off. Yep. What other question do you want to do? How about troll call for 600? Okay. This one is going to be a little bit of a call out to me. Troll call for 600. Lizzie whines about this troll's character arc in every off-podcast conversation we have. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say her name right. Um, probably. Who is Terezi? Terezi? It's Terezi. But yes, that is that is correct. Yeah. Don't at me, anybody. I have a lot of feelings about Terezi Pyrope. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to that. Uh, so go ahead and pick another one if you'd like. Let's go with, how about product placement for 600? All right, product placement for 600. This home baking company has made its home in Homestuck lore since Act 1. What is Betty Crocker? That's correct. You can pick another question. Wow. I'm on a roll. Um, how about, uh, creatures for 600? Okay, this one might stump you a little bit, because we haven't exactly gotten to this part yet. Beck, who is Gigi's sole caretaker, is presumably this type of animal. Uh, what? <gasps> Excuse you? <laughs> At least David's brother is presumably a human. but I have had, I guess, a vague image in my mind, so I guess I'll go with that, but it's gonna be wrong. What is it? What is, what is a dog? That's actually 100% correct, Elizabeth. You can pick another <laughs> question on the board. You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> wow, okay. How did I come up with that? How did you come up with a dog? Yeah. I mean, sometimes people are raised by wolves. I guess? How about Vriska for 600? Vriska for 600. Vriska is often shown in her god-tier outfit, which has a color scheme of blue and this color. Uh, They're getting harder. I, you've, seen, you've seen her in this outfit before. I'm sure I have, but I might not have known it was Vriska. Oh, you knew it was Vriska. <laughs> well, maybe I can't come up with it. She's in, she's in that meme where it's like, where it's like, and Vriska is there. <laughs> Wait, um... You've seen it in a meme before. You've shown me memes of this before. I'm sure I have, but I don't know if I can come up with the color. Ooh. No, I don't think this is white, but I am going to have to go with it. Uh, what is black? Oh, no, that's not right. Uh, which I, I didn't expect you to get that far in. But yeah, that's, uh, you got actually pretty far on the board because we did have double troll jeopardy somehow. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, Elizabeth, you still lost. Unsurprising. And do you know what that means? Wait, no, let me guess. I get to read more Homestuck? More Homestuck. Well, at least I'm right about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to talk about Dave Ascend. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you wanna kick that off? This is a really good sound. I I do want to mention every sound that we had this batch of pages. The music was just top notch. Every single one of them, just bangers. Yes, absolutely. So I feel like we should probably walk through what's going on in this sound file. Yeah, I think we probably should. Dave ascend to the highest point of the building. So he gets this note, and it says, we're doing this, man, we're making this happen, and really bad, and 
then he destroys it. Yeah. He grabs all of these Smuppets, by the way, and he puts them in his Silidex, and he grabs Cal. And he doesn't put Cal in his Silidex. He does an acrobatic fucking pirouette. Pretty much this exact format of sound is gonna come later, but it's so cinematic. He's, like, walking up the stairs, and then you see the stairs reflected in his Ben Stiller shades. Yeah, it's very impressive. And then Cal. You see Cal. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Cal. And then you see the, the weird sun thing. The, the Texas sun. Yeah, the Texas apocalypse sun. And you see, like, a shit ton of meteors falling down. Yeah. Like, bringing down buildings. And then there's his brother's silhouette who grabs little Cal. And then there's Psyche. And then we see, presumably Gigi, Double psych-out combo, we see the mayor. Yes. So it's a wild ride that they've packed in, like, a minute and 25 seconds. Yes. And then we also had another sound file, like, later, um, that was way longer. (laughs) It was a really long sound file. All of the sound files this time were, uh, quite something, I would say. They were very good. They were very good. It really highlighted how that's being used. Yeah, how that is being integrated and used to sort of accent or highlight bits of this story. He he doesn't use a lot of sound files, but when you see that tag in front of something, you know something's up. Right. And it's very good at making you excited for what's happening next. Right. And Elizabeth, I did drop you the link to the to the other Ascend one. Uh-huh. This one is also important. Yes. Yes, this one was very important. So this is like the end of act sound. Yeah. There was a city in the um in the distance. I just noticed. I didn't notice that the first time. You actually do see that hand, that you a... see the wizard thing. Oh, yeah, I just noticed that, too. I didn't notice that before. I know, you notice so much stuff when you rewatch these. Yeah. You see, like, the ele- he's, like, elevating into the sky. Yeah, the little numbers. This weird pod is just traveling through the air with the, the Spurb logo on it. You notice that they are on Earth, right? Yeah. This is Earth. They're on Earth, yeah. This is just way farther into the future. We just saw where... The meteor hit John's house, and then this, and then the the volcano, which there was a volcano on one of the planets on the wall, and then there's this meteor, and there is a frog on the top of this thing, and there's I know, a frog, like, ziggurat? I know the frog is something. I know that much. There is a, there is a frog, and then there is Rose! With the generator! There is a falling tree, and then her mom? And then there is the, there is the, the logo, there's the logo on the lab, and then there's John Sad in the trick handcuffs. And then John Sad's fighting against the imps. Yes! And then there's Dave! And then Dave is like, is like rendered. Yeah, it's pretty, it's like, this is like a nice looking Dave. And then there's, I guess that's his, it's his brother. With those other His sunglasses. brother is wearing, like, anime shades. And now we're seeing the the mayor's thing again coming down on in this spot. And that was, that was where the volcano was. Yeah. But it's a lot! Yeah, that's... It's one of the, the sound files that leaves you with more questions than answers. Because it's like, okay, uh, what's going on? Where did all of these bugs come from? Why are they dressed in rags? What's happened? What's... There was the tree. The tree that John grew, but he's not there anymore. He's somewhere else. And what's going on with Rose and Dave? And... Ah! Ah! Unfortunately, I can't tell you the answers to any of that yet. But I just want to know if you have any theories at all. Hmm. Any theories? I mean, I think I don't so much have theories as I just keep noticing things that are linked. Like, all of these things, there are all these things that had to fall in place in order for, well, not the world to be saved. Clearly, we went over that last time. It's not going to be saved. 
but for things to happen in the manner they're meant to, I guess I would say. They just all sort of have to align, which is really interesting because along with Gigi's powers, it sort of gives the sense that like all times are the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how accurate that is, but I think it's it's something. It's something. Mm-hmm. I think we can leave that at that for right now. There's one quick thing I want to talk about, and then we have to get to the end of act part. First off, the thing that was in the ceiling panel was puppets, and there was no way it wasn't going to be puppets. <laughs> there was just puppets. I was imagining something much more horrifying, like some sort of something that looked like a serial killer's lair. So I was actually glad when it was puppets. Yeah, it's just puppets. It did make that one pester log uh, with Rose make a lot more sense. And it actually showed that pester log again, where he's he's talking about, you know, Kermit's cock. But he's doing it underneath this pile of this pile of smuppets, which does make it a lot make it make a lot more sense. It also makes Rose's sonnet a lot more snarky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But how is she to know that he's being literal? He did tell her he was wrist deep in puppet ass. We just didn't believe him. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We did not think it was so literal. The last thing for today was the last page of this act, which is a letter to John from his Nana. And it's saying a lot of things that we don't understand. But there's one paragraph that sticks out the most. And that is where she's talking about warring royalty, timeless expanses, agents and exiles and consorts and colonel sprites. And then she gets, she lists off these titles. Elizabeth, what is that? Oh, <laughs> well, I know colonel sprites. There's that. And then there's the four again. Um, and together they will ascend. I guess if we're gonna keep keep this going, if you had to put a kid to each name, which one would you put them on? I guess I would have to say Gigi is the Knight of Time, so because of her her time <laughs> stuff. Rose as the Witch of Space, and then I stop. I'm guessing here, and I guess. I guess that would make John the heir of breath and Dave the seer of light. <laughs> By your reaction, I know I'm not right. Elizabeth, you got you got you got one out of four right. You got one out of four right. <sighs> well, listen, my decisions are valid. My arguments are valid. You you've just made an illogical leap. Uh, between two things, and that caused you to shake the entire guess out of balance. Well, I'm I'm known for that, so. <laughs> so, that's Act Two. Yeah, that's Act Two. I would ask you how what you thought of Act Two as a whole, but that's what we're going to be doing next time when we have two other people here with us. Yes. So, I'm not going to ask you any more about Act 2. We're done with Act 2 for now. And then we're going to come back to it. We're going to come back to it. We'll get Elizabeth's opinion. We'll also get Max's opinion, and I won't tell you which one. (laughs) Because there's two of them. Mm Mm-hmm. It's either going to be really good, or it's going to be like the weirdest clusterfuck ever, and I think it's probably going to be both. Yeah, I'm going to go with both. We'll see. Either way, it's going to be it's going to be a time. That's for sure. Other than that, everybody, that's all of the Homestuck we have for today. You can read all of Homestuck at homestuck.com. Yeah, we read through pages 608 through 759. And if you need an accessible version, you can go to our blog, uh, Look How Sane, on Tumblr. Um, we have the original webcomic linked. We also have accessible versions, including a version of, with image descriptions and an audiobook version, lookhowsane.tumblr.com. 
We also have all of the episode transcriptions for this podcast that Elizabeth writes uh, on there. Though I have to say that Lizzie wrote the last episode transcription for episode six, which I am eternally grateful for because I was desperately finishing my finals at the time. But usually Elizabeth writes them. (laughs) Yes, there was this one time when Lizzie sort of just helped me out there. And she also runs the Twitter account at how underscore sane. Um, So you can send her stuff on there. She will see it and like it. And I will not because I don't look at the likes on Twitter and I don't run the Twitter. So uh, send spoilers that way. If you have any spoiler-related questions or comments, please direct them to the Twitter so that I will see them and Elizabeth won't. If you direct any questions to the Tumblr, Elizabeth will see it as well as I will. I do have to say... We'll see if Tumblr still keeps going up. We may have to migrate somewhere else later, but we'll just see how long we can stay on this dumpster fire. It's just a place to put the transcriptions. Our last episode may have taken it down for good, but we'll see. No, I mean, it's it's the 18th right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but please wait and review us on iTunes. We always appreciate that. And thank you to John Michael, my brother, who wrote our theme music, which we very much appreciate. I personally think it's better than Ascend, but maybe that's just me. I'm a little biased. What? I'm a little biased. Yeah, you are a little biased. I'm also a little biased because I've been listening to Ascend since my childhood. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do like our music, though. It's very good. Thanks to everyone who's following us, who's subscribed, who keeps listening to us even after episode six. We appreciate it. Even after the Kermit cock debacle. (laughs) If you kept reading Homestuck after that page, then we can only hope you keep uh, listening to our podcast. And that's your own damn fault. It's your own damn fault. Now, here in the year of our Lord 2019, officially, Uh well, officially when this goes up, remember, Vriska did nothing wrong. Vriska did do something wrong, and that was wear a color that you don't remember. (laughs) That's true, she did. Vriska did maybe one thing. Vriska made you lose Troll Jeopardy! Shame on Riska. Your precious Riska. <laughs> <laughs>